Can I carry those for you? Thanks. Hey, I saw you help the guy in the wheelchair with his groceries. Another way to show him your good side? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because he also relies on plasma-based medicines. Thanks again. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. You can receive up to $800 this month. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome back to the podcast, the second Coach Steve show, because I changed the name because I can do what I want and how I want to do it. We're back with the Illini Sports Show with Lumberjack co-host Brad Miller and the coach Nathan West, who has risen from the dead to come back and join us. Yeah. No dead for me. The Lumberjack Stephen A. Smith, Brad Miller. With a gator. With, With a, a gator. gator. Properly masking for us. Now his glasses are going to fog up because yeah. those that's about what it's worth. But I'm disappointed there's no real mustache. Is somebody told me this looks like I'm just a large uncircumcised penis. <laughs> well, so there you we'll, go. we'll leave it at that. But I'm surprised. I'm not, there's no real mustache. You let the beard come back. I know, I know. There's a lot of hate in my house for that mustache. Um, mm. So, I, I would like to call it more of a lush stash. You know, when it's that glorious, it's not just a mustache. <coughs> I, I personally think it's like my best look is just the mustache. You got a solid stash, like down to, I mean, that sucker. I know, and I can go like full handlebars with it if it's grown oh. out. Like lots of there's lots of stuff that can happen. But no, we have options. <laughs> you just gotta take one for the team. Just take one for the team. It's fine. Oh. Shut up, Steve. From the rafters over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing okay. says true love like a mustache, though. At right. Yeah. And there's just no love in return for it. Stash December. Stash December. No. Some jealous because they can't grow a great mustache. It's always a November thing. And she knows that. She's been through it once. This is her second go around with it. And still, November 1st, she looked at me in just pure terror. Like, what have you done? <laughs> well, at least she didn't buy the rusted out van to go with it. I mean, what the heck? I mean, there might be one. <laughs> Buried in the backyard. Old Ford Astro van. <laughs> well, now it's all coming together. Now it all makes sense. It's all coming together now. Now it's all. <laughs> yeah. The van down by the river. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No windows. No windows. No need. 
just rusted out holes to see. <laughs> yeah. Muffler went out like 15 years ago. Smokes driving down the road. Pollution machine. This is yep. my this is my ADD kicking in. One time Blake Warren and his old red pickup truck from high school, Brad might remember. Yeah. I was riding he lived in Fifty and I was riding home with him. The bottom came out because it was so rusty and my foot went through and I was like, we're on 150. I'm like, holy shit, this is where I die. On 150, <laughs> a two-mile drive. A two-mile drive from Oakwood High School to 50 and I die. That, that's what's going to happen. I mean, do you remember the uh, time we loaded the back of the tempo down and it was just scraping axles trying to get home? That's where we – it literally bounced off the ground – and it cracked my gas tank, so I could only fill it up halfway. Once it got halfway, it started to leak out. That was yep. Because <laughs> I had that six, car six people piled in there. Oh jeez! Yeah. And that car could six... only. Speedometer... That car struggled with you and me in it. Well, the speedometer said it could go eighty. Well, that particular day, I made it go farther, and it was shaking. That particular day, driving yeah. from uh, Armstrong back to Oakwood. <laughs> Oh my God! On the Muncie yeah, slab, some the, boom! Some of the situations we were in in our lives and how we made it alive. You know what? I was telling Ricky last hey. night. I remember one day we were going to seven on seven. At uh, it was at Jamaica, and I was running late, and I had Jimmy and Andy in the car, and you know the back way to Jamaica High School. You go over those railroad tracks that are real steep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I hit those doing like 75. Oh, shit. <laughs> in, my, in my 88 Oldsmobile Cutlass. Yes. <laughs> you want to know what it's like to catch some air with a car that, that's that heavy? Like, I played seven on seven that day with shit in my pants. <laughs> it's bad. All right, you ready to roll, Steve? Oh yeah, we've been recording the whole right time. Back. This Hold is. The... I may have just. Uh, uh, I'll be right back. Okay. This is true, Nathan Joe just, Rogan. Nathan shit his pants. This is true, slap dick, like podcast, Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. Is that a? Did you just borrow a phrase from your favorite coach of all time? Second favorite coach of all time. And slap dick. You know what's funny? I've heard those expressions before and never thought twice about it until that show. Yeah. And that's a true thing. That's an actual factual thing that they use in NFL football. Oh, really? And then the more I interview coaches, the more they'll say it too. And I'm like, oh, it was actually a thing. Like, I knew about it. But then yeah. you had the show, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then now people are saying it. What is that guy's name? Jason Brown. Jason Brown. My problem with him was like... His reactions always came off as like manufactured to me. So, like he was trying to be that guy. I interviewed a coach <clears throat> that was on the season four with him. He coaches at a high school in Wisconsin now. And I asked him that. And I said, okay, I'm not going to ask too much about it because I don't want to get you in trouble. And I said, is that who he is? Like, did he ever fake anything? He goes, no, that's him. He was, they said the stuff they had to cut out that he said well, it was worse. But like that's, yeah. that's who he is. And I said, you know, I like that. At least that's who he is. He wasn't like 
faking all that. So they said that's yeah. who he is. That's how he talks. Now, that is like, I will do a 180 on him then. Because I always just assumed that was like done up for the campus. No, they they said that's who he is. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he didn't care about the camera. He was scared of the microphone because that's how he talks. That's how he is. You know who would be awesome to get on here, though? Is I know it wasn't the like most exciting season of that show, but the coach from the last season. Ah, uh, from Oakland. Yeah. yeah. How the hell do you run a program if you can't offer any scholarships? Well, that's how California is. Like that Jason Brown, he's from Compton and like coached there. And he said that he's like, I knew what the show was going to be about. There's no dorms. There's no scholarships. And they have. That's just nuts to me. Because California doesn't care about Juco football. Well, look at what their players had to live through just to freaking play. Dude, they were living in their cars and shit. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. I'm trying to get the offensive coordinator from the first two seasons on. Yeah, you've talked to him a couple times, haven't you? Yeah, we text back and forth. He's called me. And we're just trying to figure out. He's got, like, two kids, and they're playing baseball. They're doing this. They're doing that. And Yeah. Um, he works in the athletic department and administration side of the school now. So he's, he's busy with to do the COVID stuff. Like, they're just all over the place. and Yeah. Um, so he's still at East Mississippi? Yeah, he works on the administrative side of it now. Now, is that coach gone? Coach Wood. Yeah. Is it, No, is the head coach from that season. Buddy. Oh, Buddy Stevens? Yeah, yeah he's still there. Yeah. He's still there? Yep. Oh, shit. And why well, he won the national title of the year after the last chance he went away. Yeah, yeah. he's won like two more, two championships after that. Really? And why would you leave? He probably makes between eighty to one hundred fifty thousand dollars to live in a town yeah. like that, the size of Fithian. And have, <laughs> could you imagine a football field outside of Fithian that like that? Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see? Did you you guys ever watch uh, the NFL uh, thing for training camp? What is that called? Um, what one? Hard knocks. HBO. Hard knocks. Hard Knocks. Did you watch yeah. Hard Knocks with John Gruden when they had Ronald Ollie? Yeah. Trying out for that team. And I love Gruden so much because he was just like, fuck this. Let's get some dudes in here that actually want to play. Yeah. <laughs> just cut his ass. Yeah. <laughs> that is just. So then he made fun perfect. of last. He said something about Last Chance You, too. He was like, you ain't no star here. Like, this ain't Hollywood. Yeah. Well, that, like, Ronald Ollie kid, he's so huge, and he's a great athlete. He's just lazy as fuck. I think he plays on the Canadian League. No shit. I think right after that, that's what happened. Jesus. It's nuts. I can't believe people give him a chance. Well, because, where'd he go? Nicholas, I think, after um, East Mississippi. Nicholas State. And he actually did really well. He is with the Toronto Argonauts. Hey, Enjoy I was right about something. 2020. Huh. Officially an Argonaut. See, Brad, you need to listen to me more about things. I'm usually right, but you just don't want don't to go with it. Well, Steve, it's not good radio if I just fucking agree with everything you say. It is. It's the Coach Steve show. You need to be like, yes, sir, no, sir. You pay my bills. Yeah, no, I'm doing this specifically for Jacob. I don't even think you watch it. 
to come in and call you stupid once a week. <laughs> that way Jacob can just lose his shit laughing at his house. And then Trace can listen later and like those yeah, like, exactly. slap dicks. <laughs> all right, so we've hit no hot topics. That's, that's all. a hot topic. It's a topic for us. Okay. All right. So around the league. That's what's happening. The coughing around the league is happening right now. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Spread is real. <laughs> um I think the coolest hot topic and we'll get into it later in the show is first female kicker on a power five conference made her debut and a lot of division one kickers debuted on twitter this weekend telling her what she should and shouldn't do there was a lot of shit that was talked it's insane i I don't know. I don't think people realize how hard it is to kick a football. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. They go outside and they they kick it from the goal line and try and get it through the field goal post and they can't even hit the some bitch. Yeah. Like it's not like kicking a ball. Like it... And then and then everybody's like everybody's like uh oh, I'd like to see her go try and tackle some insert name of some big ass running back and it's like that's not her job. Yeah, they're not, the one, they're not the ones returning the ball anyway. Which, by the way, have you seen Alabama's kicker try to tackle somebody? That motherfucker can't tackle either. Have you seen any kicker go down other than that guy from Penn State? And then once they found out that he was going to come down the field, uh, then he was getting uh, when they had the like three hundred pound kicker. <laughs> yeah, and Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee would lay people out. Yes, and do the McGregor strut after it. Yeah, which was awesome. Yes. Because he was drunk uh, when that happened. He wasn't going to feel shit. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, you want to know probably the best thing was uh, I saw this week, hot topic, uh, the kicker for the Colts. Did you see what he said? They asked him what he did, like, when he found out that he was going to, or when he was officially going to be the kicker for the Colts, he goes, yeah, I just went and built a couple more Lego sets. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? It's like Rodriguez, right? He's yeah. His kicker. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the big old Rex specs. Rex specs, the best. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he went and built a few Lego sets. You know what? I appreciate somebody who's just like about what they're about. Yes. It's just like, yeah, whatever. I play in the NFL. Yeah. Like, I went to work this weekend. Got <laughs> spells on people. Yeah, exactly. Like, good for him for being true to himself. You know, like, I thought that that was hilarious. So, like, everybody else would go out and, you know, buy a card, and he's like, getting the next Lego set. Like, I built the Lego Death Star. Whatever. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, do you have anything else? BYU continues to not matter. We'll get to that. Hold on. You got to hold your horses here, Brad. Oh. You got to hold well, on. So that is a not so hot topic that we'll address later. But whoever oh, made fun of that woman kicker needs to go to hell or get kicked in the nuts and hit with a bat with a barbed wire. That's what I think. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I just way too many people. One, I mean, leave it to the media. I mean, it is a big deal. Um, it just sucks that it had to happen during COVID times. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody uses that as the excuse, right? <coughs> it isn't that this girl is a hell of an athlete and, you know, could basically do anything that she put her mind to. It's more along the lines of, well, just because of COVID, this is why this happened. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I, I've never been on a Division One football field. Like as a player, <laughs> you know, like. Do you remember? What? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Go ahead. There are always just assholes online. I think we all know that. And there are a bunch of dudes. I call it like the ex-athlete syndrome. Uh, There's like, fuck you. I could have gone pro. It's like, fuck you. Bro. you if it wasn't have. for my bum knee, I would have I yeah. went pro. And then yeah. you – to me, the only opinions that matter are the people that do that job. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you saw like NFL kickers – NCAA kickers across the board were like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. good for her, you know. Do you remember the Texas Tech team with um, Crabtree, their kicker? He won that job through a contest. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They had people come out and like, you could win a year's rent if you come out and kick this field goal. Well, he did. And Mike Leach looked and he goes, can you do that again? And so he does it again. And he's like, bring him to practice. And they see, <laughs> he's like, here's a scholarship. Here you go. That's yeah. like the Mike Leach thing to do, too. Send us like coffee and banana. Like, get over yeah. here. <laughs> I wish that Vanderbilt wouldn't suck so bad that she she didn't get a, an opportunity to an extra point or anything. You know? Hopefully they'll keep her around to at least kick one. I mean, come on. Yeah. So how – this is kind of in the weeds question, but how does that work with her scholarship? Because I'm assuming she's on scholarship to play soccer, right? Yeah. You just walk on to that. Football. That's the same thing when football players, or if they want to do partials, like some do partial football and partial track and, yeah. and combine, that's your education. But will that affect their Title IX numbers? No, because that, that's due to sports. That's just sports. That's not <clears throat> that's not athletes. That's just numbers or sports. Okay, so it, it, even if you have a woman on the football team, it's she's not going to affect her. Because she's still on scholarship for soccer, so that does not affect 
Okay. All right. And then I didn't need- know. That was one of those like late night fever dream things where I was like, huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> does that open up another? Leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it to Brad to bring up Title IX compliance in the middle of the night. <laughs> Listen, it's important for sports. Is that the bush light thinking at night? Like when you're laying there, like, I wonder. What are those effects of Title IX of the Vanderbilt uh, sports programs? <laughs> We did. I had that exact moment that I told you guys about. You guys both laughed at me, but I was at that perfect spot in the night where it's like I need to decide whether or not I'm going to get fucked up <laughs> this point on in my night. And I didn't. Well, good for you. Yeah. I resisted because I, I had a lot of next Hey, I had my first, uh, first day back up to two and a half hours straight on the elliptical yesterday. Oh, my God. I don't even know. What what do you even do? I watch sports. Oh, okay. Which sucks right now because I don't have a contacts. So I'm like hunched over the elliptical trying to like get my face as close to the screen as possible. What is wrong with that guy on the elliptical? Jesus (laughs) Christ. I'm doing it at home so I don't feel stupid. Like if I was doing it at the gym, yeah, I'd feel pretty good. Those dogs are like, what is going on with him? What the (laughs) fuck is he doing? Yeah, yeah, idiots. Okay, um, so other than our sweet Title IX conversation. <laughs> and you acted like I knew the answer. I was so proud of my answer, though. <laughs> um, do you want to defend your boy, Mar- Mike Leach? What's there to defend? I mean, he played a lot he of freshmen. Game. I told you, give him three years, and it's going to be good. He's playing a lot of freshmen. That quarterback is better than Costello picking up the air raid. Yeah. And then you have to go against Lane Kiffin, who thinks he's a good coach. I don't know. There's nothing to defend. I mean, did you see Mike Leach pull Lane Kiffin's face mask down during the thing the other day when they were talking? Like, Oh, back during the coaching thing when everyone thought COVID was still fake? Could you get those two on a podcast with, like, Joe Rogan, like all three of them? I don't think – I think they would, like, get along, but I don't think they would talk football with one another. I would love to talk anything about football with Mike Leach. I would kind of love to talk football with Lane Kiffin. You can do that. I'm going to go talk aliens and Bigfoot with Mike Leach and yeah. see where that goes. Yeah. Mike Did, Leach just dove down so many rabbit holes. He is like – if there was one coach I could talk to, it would be him. Well, he's so rounded in what he knows. I, Steve, I think like you've never really listened to part of my take, have you? No, not really. A couple times, but no. You need to go back and look. Just go into their feed and look up. They had like an hour and a half long interview with Mike Leach. And it's the best interview I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> like he talks about the creation of the pirate ship. He goes off on a tangent about Texas Tech not paying him. (laughs) And he's pulling out like Texas statutes from the 1800s about how his contract shouldn't have been voided. (laughs) It's just, he's awesome. He tweets about that stuff. If you ever see him tweet about it, it's pretty funny. Well, and I like that podcast because they do a really good job of getting like these coaches to open up about the weird shit that they do. Like they were talking to Ed Ogeron about the time he ate worms 
in front of his players to hype him up for a game. He mm. went out literally right before he gave the team a speech, dug up a fistful of worms and just ate them in front of his players. And evidently it worked because they won. <laughs> he needs some more worms then. Dude, I fucking I love that Odron. Or like did you see where did you see the interview about how he got into coaching in the first place? When he was scooping crawfish and stuff on the boat, and then yeah, he worked like twelve hours a day. And then Arkansas, somebody from Arkansas called him and said, "Hey, we have a strength and conditioning thing open. Do you need a job?" And he's like, "Hold on." He put the phone down. He took the shovel and threw it into the water. He picked the phone back up and he was like, "All right, I'll be there." But I just have one question for you. And they're like, "What?" He goes, "Where's Arkansas?" <laughs> <laughs> And just think, that guy, the guy scooping crawfish, was like this close to being the head coach at USC. Which sucks. He never was going to get that job, but he probably should have. Oh, I think like, so. Like, is, is USC in a better place right now if they would have let Ed Odron have that job? I don't know if he fits that collar. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, why they didn't hire him because yeah, the way he talks. He is like the glitz and glamour. And Ogeron, like, if he ate worms at USC, <laughs> it would probably, he would protest him in California. True. Whereas in LSU, down in the bayou, they ate worms every day. That's a Saturday is morning. A, is there a more perfect fit between, like, program and coach than Ed Ogeron and LSU? I can't think of one. You know what? Rutgers and Shiano is perfect. <laughs> Weirdly. Eh, Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern, even though they just lost. That's that a good one. Yeah. Um, mm. I can't think of anything else. Nick Saban with his cool southern draw in the deep south Alabama. You really, th- I think Nick Saban does that anywhere, though. Like, you could transplant Nick Saban to Ohio State. He did coach at Ohio State. But I'm saying you could put Nick Saban in Ohio State, and he still, like, turns out. But do you think he got yeah, this draw from coaching down there for so long? But Ohio State, like, we're talking about the fit of the, the work. Like yeah. yeah, and he is like the southern smooth talking southern draw Alabama. I'm gonna go to a bell ball. You know he's, I, he's got that. But I don't know who would be who would be USC. Like you would have to have some dude who's weirdly. I think Pete Carroll was perfect. Yeah, yeah. He had the right mojo. And then, yeah. He's got that like old guy swagger, which he wasn't really <laughs> old then, but like. I think Kingsbury yeah. would have been perfect. He's that pretty boy. Like, because he was going to be, he was an offensive coordinator for a week and then he went to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the dude, or the dude from, uh, I don't know, he looks like a pretty boy, the dude from the Packers, the head coach of the Packers, LaFleur. Hmm. Yeah, his hair isn't out of place. 
he would have been part. You know who else would be perfect for that uh, uh, USC job is the Rams head coach. Oh, Sean McVay. And just pull double duty. Yeah. I'm done with the Rams this week. Now I got to go coach the Trojans. Yep. And he's smart enough to do it. He would recall every every play. I think their offense would look a hell of a lot better. (laughs) What if there was a coach who had a direct farm system? It's like, okay, well, I've already coached him for four years, so now I'm just going to bring him up to the Rams. I mean, you see that when they hire, like, college coaches to come to the NFL. Yeah. They're like, I need to go pluck my guys from that program. Well, that's how college football works. When a coach, I learned some things, especially about JUCO. They play like cards with these kids. Like, oh, you want this kid to come to your program? You have to take this kid too when they come recruit. Well, yeah, because if you're a JUCO coach, all you want is to say like this number of my kids go on to play. I learned some dark secrets from talking to some. (laughs) Oh, this really is a meat market. You truly treat them like hamburger meat. Yeah. And you trade them like Pokemon cards. Like, hey, you give me this kid and you can have these two kids. Like not all the cool superpowers. Yeah. It's it's kind of gross when you think about it. Or like when this coach gets hired. When this coach gets hired, okay, well, if you're gonna hire me, I have to bring these five kids with me. Because I recruited them, they're gonna come with me. Which that makes sense. That does make sense. I mean, that's like Tua's brother leaving Alabama to go to to Maryland to yeah. go with Lockley. I mean, he looked awful yesterday. Yeah, he did. But they haven't played in like two weeks or five. I don't even know how many weeks. I they think it's been played. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, do we want to talk about the game that didn't happen? Well, wait a minute. What about Trubisky starting tonight? What do we think is going to happen with that? Oh, they'll win. Chicago's going to win. Yeah, no. going to bring us back from the depths of hell. Trubisky's going to go on like a three or four game stint of playing his, out of his mind. And then they're going to sign him to like a five-year deal and the Bears are going to be stuck with him. Until Ian Book comes into the draft and they're going to draft him we're going to be stuck with Ian Book. And then I'm going to put a bullet in my brain. I'll send you a Notre Dame shirt, Brad. Don't no, you worry. Christmas no, no, no. is coming. We're not going to re-sign Trubisky. What's going to happen is he's going to go to the Patriots and then just go off. Yeah, absolutely. I hate my life. And we're going to sign Williams <laughs> from Illinois or something. Why not? He'd probably be better. Hey, can we can we go ahead and throw a shout out to the Denver Broncos for not forfeiting their game and trying to get an offensive quality control guy to start a quarterback? Who doesn't love that? It makes more sense than bringing someone in because at least a quality control guy knows your playbook. Now wait a minute, Tim Tebow's out there still. Can they just brought Tim Tebow in? Isn't he playing like the Dominican League baseball right now? You don't think he would leave and come back and play a game for the Broncos? I want <laughs> I want Tim Tebow's career to just be like a uh, baseball career to be like uh, the Cleveland Indians baseball movie where like 
Tim Tebow gets a phone call, but instead of being like hung over with a bunch of like women around him, he's just in a church. Yeah. And he's like, Quit fucking around. I'm not getting up to play. <laughs> Hangs up. Can you imagine if the Denver Broncos would have just kept him, right? Yeah, he would have never been a fantasy quarterback, but they probably would have won a hell of a lot more since they've had him. Oh, yeah. And he's still huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he could still go play football tomorrow. Well, imagine Sean Payton with Tim Tebow. Look at what he does with Taysom Hill. And Tim Tebow's better than Taysom Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, and I'd hate to say this, Brett Favre is still sitting out there, Broncos. You could get him to come back for a game. The Don't tease me. The Silver Fox, bring him in. Who are they playing tomorrow? No, they're playing the Saints today. Today. Oh. And then they were talking about – My DraftKings, I currently have the Saints defense because, come on. Dude. They're going to put up like 75 points. Yeah, the Saints are favored by 15. Say what? I think on my fan duel it says Saints by 15.5. How are they only favored by 15? You should take that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Right now. I know. I haven't made my bets yet this morning. Jesus. Uh, I had somebody who got the Saints at six at the beginning of the week. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's free money. Yeah, it is. The only thing that scares me about the game is... The Steelers game, it gets postponed, of course, because, well, you know, you got to protect the blue bloods of the NFL. What scares me about the Saints game is the Saints offense. That's what scares me about you okay? You want to talk about people hiding stuff? I think the Ravens fucked up real bad with their COVID protocol or something. Yeah, because the They're more that, the more that comes out about that, the more sketchy it gets. Did you see the Saints got fined a shit ton of money today <laughs> due to their stuff? Mm-hmm. There are no mask post game stuff. Like they just got fined like five hundred thousand dollars, and each player's getting fined. And yeah. I mean, follow the rules, man. Same way everyone else has to while they're at work. So, Brad, you were on here before Coach West joined us. Those fishnet face masks in college, every week I'm starting to see more and more of the coaches' faces. I'm like, at that point, what's the point of that fucking mask? Yeah, you can see through it. 
I the saw aesthetic. Uh, the aesthetic. It like the mask. It's for the aesthetic. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm starting to see Coach's teeth through, and I'm like, then what's the point? Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, the Saints are now favored by 17. I want to find out who makes those masks. Like, if they're actually effective. Okay. Like, I'm on it. All right, Jamie. Okay. The Jamie. Get on. <laughs> Go find it. <laughs> and then I heard the Broncos want to do a wing T offense today because they have no quarterbacks. So it's just going to be read one player and do the pitch option off of it. That's electric. I wish I didn't have to work. Here we go, boys. It is Shima. Shima? Active mask. Has a 97.1% fine dust filter rating. Filters particles down to one micron. It's pretty legit. I don't believe it. Shima. S-H-E-M-A-97, Functional Active Mask, is what it's called. $14.50, UV blocking, hand washable over 20 times, excellent sound transmission, cooling function, allows good air circulation, only weighs 6 grams, much less pressure on your ears if you're concerned about that. Wow. Well, uh, there you go, Shima, invest. And it's a South Korean company. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, if you're going to trust yeah, anybody, it's the I Koreans. Think, I kind of trust that because South Korea has only like had like 500 deaths or something. They're also not fat in South Korea. They don't have a lot of diabetes over there, buddy. I think they have more than you think. Last I looked, they were like 120th on the obesity chart. Oh, really? Yeah. I looked it up because people country, I think. There's one one or two Asian countries that is like way higher than everyone else in that area of the world on the obesity yeah. scale. I can't remember what who it was. No, South Korea is like one of the best. Like oh, yeah. They are, because uh, I, I looked that up because somebody was trying to compare the U.S. to South Korea, and I was like, there's no comparison. Because yeah. they actually eat healthy. I mean, we literally throw, like, artificial sweeteners in everything that we have. <laughs> you want to get into another argument real quick? I'll argue for artificial sweeteners right now. Now, hold on. You uh, two are supposed to do a podcast for nutrition and sports performance. <laughs> we'll have an artificial sweetener conversation. That one can be four hours. I don't care. We just have to get it done. They, so, they actually, like, they eat healthy. They just make their food healthier over there. It's, right? not, even, it's not even a question of healthier. It's a question of, like, they have a culture that doesn't provide huge portions Mm. right like my problem has always been people demonize food it's not the food's fault more often than not it's our own like the way we eat our food the portions how often we're eating you know and the time isn't there something also with like the way that that humans have basically evolved which now we're really diving down a thing but like over the winter like Normally, there's a food shortage, so we are, like our bodies are used to 
packing on pounds in the summer and then losing them over the winter because, well, there's not as much food available when we were chasing deer and gathering berries. And so like now that there's no food shortage, we're just constantly eating at, at a rate that our body doesn't, it doesn't allow us to lose that back. So there's like, Steve, I'm sorry, we're rabbit holing here. <laughs> we're going to save that conversation because there's, there's some research behind genetics and how like our patterned eating affects everyone differently based off your genetics or your lineage. Um, but yeah, and it's kind of fascinating, but it's, it's hard to get into if you're just trying to listen to a college football podcast. Well, this is a hot topic. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say what hot topics. It just says hot topics. Yeah. Hot topics. You get real passionate about some splendor. Or is that a sizzling topic? Yeah. It's not hot. It's sizzling. Sizzling. Sends in the ball hair. Whenever you yeah. guys want to do your podcast, you got to let me know. You got to save it for that. You keep on asking about it, Steve. I'm trying to – the track and field consortium just came out with all their clinics. So I got 20 of those to watch. Before they present, they're presenting one a day for 20 days in December. Yeah, that's the dog's doing something. Hold on. (laughs) They moved our like national conference to all uh, VTEL or like. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Because, you know, the best thing about going to a nutrition conference, there's a fuckload of food. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like every cool like thing you could think of there's somebody there like hey try my thing yeah yeah Can't do that now. all right yeah. here this gonna be real good radio i'm getting a call give me one sec hello <laughs> yes i can all right love you the, the dog figured out how to turn on the xbox nice oh nice and then she was hitting the eject button, so the, the disc was coming in and out. The new Xbox is where it's at, guys. Oh, did you get one? Oh, yeah. I, I acquired one, yeah. Did you get the online only, or did you get the one with discs? I got the Beast. The Beast? Uh, the Series X, yeah. yeah. Oh. Dude, that thing literally, like, you just push the on button and it's on. There's no warm-up. And, like, games, like, everybody's like, God, these loading times suck. Dude, they're great for me. When everybody catches up, that will suck. But until then, I now have a gaming monitor, basically a pro with my country internet. <laughs> I have every advantage but the internet. Yeah, I noticed you sit in a gaming chair too. Yes. Yes. And com- you want to know that hey, I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not going to say what I want to say. Well, I'm going to say it after we're done recording. <laughs> All right. Make myself a weirdo. Write, write that down so you don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So I'm going to take the lead on this one. Go, Go ahead. for it. Because that's a forfeit. Ohio State forfeited to Illinois because they're scared. And they didn't want to come into Champaign and deal with Lovey Ball. They didn't want to do it. So you know what? Feather in the old cap for Lovey Smith. 
that Illibuck is back in Illinois, where it belongs. And, you know, it's just a good day to be an Illini football fan. (laughs) After after a program-changing win like this, is Nathan West back on Illini football? No. I'm (laughs) going to go on. I think he could be. We need to stop hanging on for all the it's it's like when your team when you finally hit that mode where it's like your NFL team, it's like, God, we just need to lose every game so we can get a good draft pick. Like we need to find a way to drop these games because if we just barely eke to five hundred somehow with old boring just uh it just pisses me off we got rid of Ron Zuck. Damn you, Mike Thomas. Damn you the, to hell. The amount of Ron Zuck love on our text chain <laughs> is the most – I almost threw my phone away. <laughs> it felt dirty. <laughs> well, let's be honest. The dude got dudes to be able to play. Three straight bowl games for the first time since 1958. I still remember that stat. Well, you know what? The, and best, then, the best text was, hire Ron Zook and apologize. That was the hire best. Hire Ron Zook and <laughs> Which isn't – what is he doing now? He was uh, like a special teams coach for the Packers forever. He's quality control at Maryland. Is he really? Yes. Hell Yeah. Because he yeah. was, yeah, he was a special teams at the Packers for a while. Yeah, he was because he was getting that Illinois money still. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Wait, can we just start paying him again? Like we're already <laughs> paying him. Just come back. <laughs> well, we're still paying Beckman, and we're still paying. What's his face? Oh, Beck. Can we just be honest? The whole Mike Thomas era of Illinois sports should just be burned, like in public. No, in- you have to build. You have to build an effigy, right? So we'll have like little scarecrows with all the bad ho- coaching hires, and then we'll just set it aflame. It was just the entire Mike Thomas era. <clears throat> just remove that was- from the from the Illinois history. Like this never happened. We didn't have a football team. It was fine. Was it the darkest time of our lifetimes to be an Illinois sports fan? Yes. I think so. Though I still liked John Gross. I like John Gross. I do too. We were talking about coach fits with a program. He was not a fit for the U of I. No. 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 It's kind of like Shaka Smart at Texas. Yeah, that doesn't make Shaka sense. Shaka Smart does not fit at Texas. Shaka Smart would have fit at the L- at the U of I, but yes. he turned it down because he's an a-hole. Yep. <laughs> and I've wanted him to lose every game at Texas ever since. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like with uh, Bill Self. Can't stand Kansas just because Bill Self. Yeah. But Which, no, I, don't, I don't hate Bill Self for that. Well, it's I do. Like, it's the same thing with Roy Williams. Like, Kansas people hate Roy Williams, but, like, I'm leaving Kansas for UNC. The same way. Like, the same job to me, relatively. Uh, You're not playing the ACC. That's the only difference. Yeah. 
And at the time, the ACC was still like the peak of college basketball. That is true. Right. Where now it's kind of the Big Ten. But you're but you're telling me that the Big 12 that literally only has like Kansas is better than the Big Ten. No, but you're there. You're like the best program in that conference. Yeah. But you can beat the hell out of a bunch of little Jimmy's and Joe's. And then once you make it to the tournament, you get upset by like, you know, 15 seed or whatever. I mean, he's won a title there. One? He's won who? Self? Bill Self. Has he won two? I. It's either one or two. Yeah, it's one or two. Is he won with Mario Chalmers? And then did he win another one when like Andrew Wiggins was there? 2008. They have only won three Division I championships. In 1952, they defeated St. John's. In 1988, they defeated Oklahoma. And in 2008, they defeated Memphis. So that's, yeah, Memphis. Derek Rose. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Yes. Yeah. Won three championships. And honestly, when did he leave Illinois? Like, 04? So that would have been probably somebody else's freshman. Well, he recruited. No, he left right after Roy Williams. Illinois team. Yeah. So he. He took over when Roy Williams left. Yes. I think. Yeah. So he won a national title in his first three years of being there and hasn't won since. But they're like consistently good. Like. No, like nationally. Like, they're almost always in the top eight teams in the NCAA tournament. They are, but weren't they the, like, first team to lose to a 16 seed? Who was that? Somebody did that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Who did you they? Mean... Hold on. Damn it, I'm on it. Not like Wikipedia is a trusted source, but. Ah, actually, they did a study, and Wikipedia, because of the crowdsourcing of it, is a lot more effective than most other online news. So last year they lost in the second round. <laughs> Year before that, they made it to the final four. That's what he's a good coach. Yeah. And yes. I mean, no, it's saying Wikipedia is, oh, they lost to Kentucky in the national championship game in 2012. So if Bill Self stays at Illinois, do they win that championship in 04 05? I think stylistically we have a chance. But those refs were paid off. Let's be real. It was Shaw May's birthday. 
never and forget it. And every fake class known to man, which they have since proved all of this, that Rashad McCants basically had somebody else taking the classes for him, and yet they still have not had to void that national title. Which is bullshit. Yes, it is. Yes. Same like thing with Justin Fields being immediately eligible, but freaking uh, Luke Ford isn't. Mm-hmm. It, yes. it is who you are in the NCAA, and it's so obvious. Like, I'm waiting. When when the coup happens against the NCAA on these arbitrary, like, transfer rulings and stuff, I will be standing there with a the flag. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. Do you think who's who's the head of the NCAA? What is that dude's name? Who cares? In my head, it's just Emperor Palpatine sitting there with like a hood on. Oh, you mean the guy that didn't want to make a decision during COVID? Like, no, Mark Emmer. Mark Emmer, the guy that is the head, he is the fifth CEO of the NCAA. Yeah. Has been it since April 27th of 2010. In reality, when the NCAA goes away, I assume Mark Emmert will get drawn and quartered. Yes. Like pulled apart by horses. Tar and feathered. In fact, Jacob, can you get on that? We just need some horses. <laughs> if you want to bring some feathers, get that. Going. <laughs> yeah. Like the it's so corrupt, and it's been that way forever, though. And in reality, it's Jesus. not going to change. Made three point nine million dollars. The dude literally does nothing because all the conferences make all their own rules. What's the job of the NCAA? To compliance, everybody. Yeah. compliance. Yeah, but every school has that. So literally, you're like three point nine million dollars for what? I assume he he makes decisions way down the chain for like women's field hockey. I'm sure that they have like a board though that rules what they do, right? So it's kind of like <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yes. we'll put Bill Self on that horse too. Apart. <laughs> no, I. I don't know that whole 0405 season. Like I've thought about that a lot. I liked, uh, God damn it. I can't even remember our coach. Bruce Weber. I love Bruce Weber. I think he was a good dude. I think we talk about like coaches making adjustments. And I think in that North Carolina game, we did not make adjustments. Well, where I think Bill Self would have. And we only lost by five. Like, I think everybody forgets that. We lost 75 to 70. But it felt worse than that. Yes. Every time yeah. I look back at that, like, I think, like, oh, my God, we lost by, like, 15. Mm-hmm. It was just because Sean May was bulldozing everybody. Oh, just offensive foul. Can you imagine if Kofi tried to play like Sean May did that game? I mean, Kofi has punched referee in the head, so they would suspend him for a year. Yeah, I think Sean May got away with it because in reality he was like six five. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was if you had a normal create a player on an NCAA basketball game. That would be Sean May. Oh my God. Did anyone else see the uh, guy for Loyola Marymount that had a mullet? He was like their four man. <laughs> and it was just a white dude with a mullet that went down like mid back. Oh. You need to look it up. It's. Probably the coolest. It was somebody said that it's like, is this a creative player come to life? <laughs> uh, one of the first things Loyola Marymount basketball mullet. Yes, Coastal Carolina's basketball team is all gonna have mullets too. I'm calling it right now. That'd be sweet. Kinda I think like, the, uh... mullet, the mullet has like reached its peak. Oh my god, that is a <laughs> mullet exactly. Anybody who's watching, look it up. Holy that dude's got some flow. Well, kind of like a Theo Vaughn's mullet. that just never yeah. gets old. Absolutely. Working like idiots. But if you're a mullet guy, like that guy might be a mullet guy. And it's just his thing. Who, like basketball player or Theo? Both. Like, I think it's kind of trendy right now to like have a mullet, even if you're not a mullet guy. Or is it just making a comeback? I don't think it's really making a comeback. I think people do it sarcastically. But if you're a guy that's always had a mullet, it's always going to be in style for you. Right. Or is it just because it's COVID and they're like, screw it. Yeah. Let's... I think you, if you're going to wear a mullet, though, you have to have an accent. Well, because when I was – the other day I watched the Theo Vaughn, Tim Dillon podcast. Okay. <laughs> And the stuff they talked about, Theo's face never changes. He talks about some serious stuff and just never changes. Yeah. And, and and Dylan's trying to make him laugh. And it's just like, it's not happening. Great face. Yeah. And then they had video callers call in and Dylan was like, man, that guy was like a rapist. Why'd you let him call in on the show? <laughs> and I'm like, poor guy. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. So much for Illinois victory. <laughs> God damn because they didn't win. It was an Illinois victory. Is that Ohio the first State time they beat Ohio State since 2007? Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we've been throttled ever since. Yeah. Again, shout out to Jake McLaughlin. Somewhere hidden on his phone is a picture of him with the Illibuck the year <laughs> after we beat Ohio State. Somebody had it like in their the Illibuck trophy was making its way through the tailgates. And oh, Jacob, wow. Jacob has a picture with it. That's pretty legit. Yeah. And that's the last time somebody from Illinois touched it. Yeah, basically. Jacob McLaughlin might be the last Illinois person to have touched the Illibuck. <laughs> Not even Ron Zook got to touch it. No. They're like, listen, this was a fool. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the real you trophy. They gave him a fake yeah. one. This isn't real. Okay. On, on a real note, because I do have to go to work eventually, we have to start moving. <laughs> 55 minutes in and we're running on the treadmill again. Does it not bother anybody that, like, the Big Ten teams with something to lose get to cancel games? And Illinois played a game with, like, our fourth-string quarterback who's technically a receiver. See, I'm not understanding these rules. And once again, it's just like every other set of rules when it comes to COVID. It's very wishy-washy depending on who you are. And so I think Ohio State's probably in hot water because I don't think they're disclosing how bad their stuff is because, like, 
you said earlier, I think the NCAA would come down on them and be like, you know what, you're not playing this week either. And they know they have to play this week, so they are going to fudge whatever numbers they have to to be able to play. Yeah, so if Ohio State can't play again next week, they're done, right? Yeah, they cannot play in the Big Ten title. They have to play the next two games or they're not eligible. No shit. And then yeah. and then outside of that, they were talking about the playoff. They they said even if they play the next two games and they win the Big Ten, there's still a chance they don't go to the playoff because the committee so, may not let them because of what's going yes. on. Who's their next two games? One of them's Michigan. And then I can't remember the other one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Michigan needs to do the right thing and cancel. They will. Michigan they need State. to cancel. They play Michigan State and then Michigan. Okay. Michigan needs to do the right thing and cancel. Michigan State needs to do the right thing and cancel. And then Ohio State has to play BYU. Who says because if Ohio State has to play BYU, that's a real win. They're back in the playoffs. But what if BYU beats them? Then they're finally. That would be that would be kind of good because you have a BYU team that can pass, and Ohio State's corners and safeties are they not very good. In the past, save their lives. That's what I'm saying. Like Michigan, the state of Michigan needs to roll over and say we're done for the year. And let's all fuck over Ohio State together as a team. That would be probably the best Michigan thing Harbaugh's ever done because he's never beat Ohio State. So it's like, you know what? Keep you out of it. And you know what? If you're Harbaugh, fuck it. It's one last F you to Ohio <laughs> State. I'm going out with a bang and we're canceling yeah. the fucking game. Have fun not going to the playoff, idiot. Because let's be honest, if they do, if Ohio State somehow plays this week and they play Michigan, they're going to have to score 60 or 70 points. So he knows it's coming. Yeah. Like, like if, if BYU serious, it's like any team, any time, which fuck off BYU, it's not. It's not because they declined Washington. But did yeah. you see their head coach well, on ESPN? What? Did you see the BYU? They interviewed BYU's head coach about that. Oh, he was uh-huh. hot. He said that something happened with their athletic department and Washington's athletic department where it just they didn't schedule it. But he's like, I went there and said, schedule it. He he was like, schedule it. He goes, I want to play them. I want to play anybody. And he's like, yeah. I'm, we're not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of anybody. He was hot because I was like the first thing. <laughs> Well, you know what? Good for him then. I mean, if if he's willing to – normally people won't crap on their athletic department like that, but – Well, no, he started off – he said it very good. He was like, something happened with our athletic department and their athletic department. He just left it at that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, they said that, and then I heard the whole Washington thing, and I was like, okay. So this is like – this is like that boxer at the end of their career when they're, like, picking fights, and they're like, I'll fight anybody, but – then they end up, and you're not. Yeah. Okay. But is the Big Ten going to allow Ohio State to schedule BYU? Because the Big Ten 
are being fucks yeah. about all their rules. Conference only, right? Right. Why the fuck wouldn't they? Yeah. Big Ten didn't want to BYU or you're not going to make the playoff. But Ohio State's officially your your only chance at the college football playoff now. Yeah. But the Big Ten so didn't want to play to begin that. with. What? The Big Ten didn't want to play to begin with. So is this kind of their way of saying, like, we told you so? Could they make this be like, we told you so? I think you're going to have a mutiny. <laughs> kind of like the state of Illinois athletics are mutinying. I Welcome just to our lives every day. <laughs> Big yeah. Ten. At wow. a certain point, it's like, I feel bad. Partially, I feel bad for Ohio State because they are probably worthy of being in the playoff. Probably. I hate to say that. They don't look like what they used to. No. I think at the end of the day, they're frauds, but they haven't lost a game. Yeah. I don't think they play good enough defense. I think their offense is is definitely a high caliber, but I just don't think their defense. You look, any team that they have to play other than Notre Dame will shred them through the air. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and Notre Dame might be like, you know what? We're going to throw it to our 6-5 receivers and our freshman well, tight end. Notre Dame doesn't have to. I think Notre Dame could run the ball. Yeah, because they had come out in those big, heavy packages. But, that, like, but, 13, no. but for Brad, Brad can listen to this stat from the North Carolina game. Ian Book was 23 of 33. He threw for 279 yards. Which – isn't impressive for Ian Book. Is pretty impressive. You threw the ball thirty-three times, which I said this while I was watching that game. Why the fuck are you throwing the ball thirty-three times? UNC stopped the run. And then, I think sometimes they do it to make it interesting, <clears throat> dude. When when Ohio State had Maurice Claret, I'll never forget this because me and my well now wife. We're sitting – we got the coaches' tickets, so we were like 10 rows up behind Urban Myers, Ohio State Buckeyes. Maurice Claret was running the ball at like 9.8 yards a carry or something like that, and they just kept throwing the ball over the place. I think that was when they had Terrell Pryor too, if I'm not oh, mistaken. God. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. They're talking about people who give you nightmares. Or not Maurice Claret. I mean, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I was about to say. You, yeah, Claret's I'm way back in the day. Yeah. Um, amnesia. This is what happens when you guys are 
Claret was like the upset over Miami. Um, But Ezekiel Elliott was like running at will, and they kept throwing the ball and kept letting Illinois hang around. They lost by like two touchdowns that day. And I was like, they were not, they were way better than two touchdowns against us. They just didn't run the ball enough. They were just throwing Illinois a bone. Like, here you go. We'll just let you think. You can sniff Illy Buck. If you're going to do that against a team, like, if you're you and or Notre Dame, why are you doing it in UNC, who like most of the time has pretty high powered offense? Yeah, you know, like that's not the game to mess around at. Or are uh, they seeing some like calling offensive plays? Do they see something like, oh, this offensive stuff's there? I mean, it worked. He threw for 279 yards. That's still pretty good. I'm not saying it didn't work, and they ended up winning pretty handily. But it's, I don't know. I wanted him to lose, personally. It's not going to happen until they see I Clemson again. Because I want them and Clemson to be an eliminator as opposed to Clemson wins, and now we've got to watch a possible third meeting. I mean, the first game was electric. Well, the first game was a great game, but... It's going to end up being like that LSU-Alabama. Uh, yeah. year, where it's like, this is the third time we got to watch this shit. Yep. And that game was so, what was it, like eight field goals or something like that? Yeah, they were horrible games because it was old school Bama where all they'd do is run. Mm -hmm. Like coffee was their running back. (laughs) You remember that? You then decided to become an Army Ranger. Which is kind of badass. Yeah, that he's that big of a badass to be able to do that. Which I would have too, because he got drafted by like the 49ers, who yeah. were terrible at the time. But they had Patrick Willis. Did they? I don't I think, think so, because so, he was there for a while. When they were bad. Patrick Willis, that guy who he wished that they could have. No, he was with Harbaugh. Willis was. Yeah. Because they had him and Navarro Bowman together. Scary. And that was a defense. And they both retired early. Yes, they did. And if there was one player I wish we could have back, Patrick Willis. That guy was a gangster. And he got his ass. And he played at Old Miss, right? Yes, I think so. He made a play against Florida, which Tim Tebow was there at the time. And they tried to run that shotgun quarterback power. And I remember watching Patrick Willis jump over the line and just lay Tebow out like two yards in the backfield. I guess he did play for eight years in the NFL. Oh, yeah. He had a long long career. But it still just sucked to see him go. I think his knees started to go on him. Uh, Why did he retire early? Uh, He had a toe injury. Oh, I mean, pro athlete. Drafted in 2007. Yeah. I don't know. It's It would have been cool to see them have, like, two more years, though. Just that. He said that, that playing, and playing football death was a certainty, or death is guaranteed. I don't even know what that means. 
I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty deep, Patrick Willis. Don't tell, you, don't tell me when you fantasy drafted your defense and Madden, you didn't have Patrick Willis on that freaking defense. Oh, every time. Every yes. time. Okay. Are we gonna sh- we have anything else? Do you want to say your playoff teams? Do I need to say it again? Everybody knows mine. Yeah, I know you. The thing is, you can't say that and like you're banking on the st- like teams that haven't lost yet losing. I know. I'm saying like today, today. I candy. Today. This is. I got called a clown for my college football playoff. It's because it's eye candy. I said Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and BYU just from eye candy. Because watching Ohio State play Indiana, no offense, Indiana, I was like, that's not a playoff team. Ohio State's not a playoff team. No. They're just not. Defensively. So I got called a clown because like, oh, you can't, you, you don't have Ohio State in there? And I was like, you can kiss my left-ass cheek and the other guy can kiss my right-ass cheek. Like, I, I'm talking about eye candy. Like, this is what I think. Now, realistically, Ohio State should probably go, but after this, I don't think so. And... I think Ohio State being out gives BYU a shot, and all of us remember how well Boise played there for a few years in those big bowl games and never got their shot. Yeah. And supposedly what the playoff is for. Yes, they literally did that for, like, our generation that watched Boise State pull it off against Oklahoma when there wasn't supposed to be an Ice Cube's chance in hell. And we watched a hook and ladder on fourth and 18 and a freaking Statue of Liberty play for the two-point conversion to win the game. And everybody was like, holy God, we need to put a team like this, it, it somehow factor it in. And it's never been factored in. Not it's even close. irritating. Never. Yeah. Never has an outsider even been close. And then last week, Coach West wasn't here. I found BYU's old schedule, and the old schedule was supposed to be tougher than what they're doing now. And so they got really affected by COVID, but they were the only team. They're independent, but they're the only team besides Notre Dame that was like, we want to play. And so kudos for BYU to say, we're going to play. Yeah. And if they had their old schedule and they were undefeated, they should have been in the playoff if they were undefeated with their old schedule. But I do think they have to schedule somebody here and play. They've got to find somebody. If not two, because I mean they're down there. What are they like, twelve or thirteen? They were fourteenth last weekend in the college That's football. Insane. They've actually played all their games besides Army, but they rescheduled it to play. Like they're like, we're going to play it. Like it's not an issue of we're not. Like it's just win. Yeah. And so- which Army doesn't put them. Army won't put them over the hump though. No. Army will move them up maybe one or two slots. And they have to beat Army by 40 or 50 to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. They need to do what Oklahoma did like five, six years ago and just start shit stomping people by like 60. BYU only has one game left, right? That's it for them? So they're not – they are not going to be in even though – No. Unless – one of these big time programs that's had to like miss a game. You know what I did you know what I didn't like was the NCAA coming out and saying that they're not going to replace a team in the college football playoff if there's a problem. 
It's just going to be a forfeit. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Because I think that you have a game scheduled in there, a bowl game or whatever, whatever the hell you want to call it, the runner-up, this bridesmaid bowl. I don't give a shit what the hell you call it. But that's the next two teams that would be in. Why do you getting to a national championship and then a team not being able to pass the protocol so you just have nothing? Why haven't these bigger teams, like, gone into a bubble? Like, I don't know. just never Where would you have norm? I guess. So, some of, like, there are not very many kids on these campuses right now. So take a dorm, an entire dorm, create a bubble, and it's like you guys are dorm room practice facility games. You make your coaches stay on hand. That way, if you're Ohio State, you avoid all this. Yeah. But could have been from playing another bubble. What was that? Ohio State would be all on board for a bubble because right now they're looking at missing out on a national champion or, you know, being in the playoff. That's one thing. The NBA showed that it works. Yeah. I think it's just there's a lot of personnel involved with that. There's a lot of of this, and when you're not selling tickets. Yeah, but you know how much money you are going to make if you're Ohio State? for being in the playoff. But they can be in a bubble all they want, but when they decide to travel, whatever plane you take, whatever people you go around when you travel, then the next team, you can't tell me if Illinois is not doing a bubble because they're not going to do anything. So you risk the teams that you're playing not doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah. They don't have the resources. To have like four college football teams and they like come together in like a little hub, and then they just play each other, and then they jet out again. Have the whole playoff at Disney. Yeah. Send all to Disney for a month. God knows the players at these big schools aren't going to class anyway. Yeah. Let's quit pretending this is like stupid. It's all remote. Well, and it's all remote at that. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how when Notre Dame beat Clemson and they stormed the field, there was no positive tests, I don't think, from that that we know of? Yeah. It's uh Well, then again, Notre Dame ran off the field. He was like, get off the field. <laughs> they yeah. ran off. I don't know. Okay. Um, For an Illini I mean, show, we're talking a lot of – Yeah, yeah, we're talking college football playoff. So – do you want to talk basketball now? Flying line. Don't you put that on them. Oh, I did. This is my They're, show. You can get the no, fuck over it. No. <laughs> Listen, man. Like The first two games, they you, were the flying Illini. That's because they played Pissy State University and Diarrhea. Hey, hey, the home of Drumline, the movie, North Carolina A&T. Some respect on their name. That sounds like well, a guy maybe. that used to have a mustache. That's what that <laughs> sounds like. No, like, okay, you have your tune-up games. Obviously, not much to report there. 
at one point, Nathan, I'm pretty sure, texted the group saying, are we like 10 people deep? That would be nice. Yeah. But we're not. <laughs> yeah. I think you see the ability for depth. So, but you look at it. You so you've got you've got uh, Georgie off the bench. That's one. Hold on, I got to write these down. Then you got that dude that's like six seven and plays every position. I can't remember his name right now. He's a new oh, guy. This transfer student. Yes. Whatever his name is. Yeah. So that's two. Curbelo's three. Then you've got uh, that other transfer that's out right now with an injury, the shoulder injury, but that'd be four. And then Coleman Hawkins. Well, okay. He's a stick, but evidently the kid can shoot. Dude, that lead kid was aggressive as hell in there. He was all over the place. He weighs like a buck 80 at seven yeah, foot was, tall. He was flying around. Dude, oh, he was yeah. around. The white dude, yeah, hmm. leader four, yeah. Um, why did they ever say why Verdonk isn't playing the European kid we have? He was there last year, and they said he's like super athletic. But I think uh, they said he was out injured, and I would love to see him play with this style of team. Because he's like 6'8", 6'9". Pulling up the roster to make sure he's even there. And and just think about this. Did Alan Griffin leave because he knew that his playing time because of his stupid-ass decisions that he makes was going to limit him? Oh, what? There's zero chance Alan Griffin sees the floor. When everyone decided to come back, yeah, he was like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, Verdonk is still listed. Six eight forward, redshirt freshman. Then you've got the Hutcherson kid, who's a redshirt junior. He isn't playing right now, but he's the one with the injured shoulder. Yeah, and so they had somebody with back spasms, right? Who is that, Tyler Underwood? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I want to see more Tyler Underwood all the time. They don't do like an injury report in college, huh? No, they don't. Especially with COVID, they're not going to do nothing. Nothing's going to get told. Yeah. Um, Then Hutcherson's that fifth guy. Or no, Hutcherson's the fourth guy. Hell, I don't know. Uh, Can we just be thankful DeMonte Williams? Huh? If that guy can 3 and D, I'm good with that. And so if we're talking the only one of these three games that mattered was the Ohio game. Yes. He did a hell of a job defending a dude that probably was, what, four inches taller than him? Yeah. That white dude with the ponytail from Ohio. He was fucking good. Mm -hmm. He was really good. And Gorgie couldn't defend him. No. Because he was faster than him. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. DeMonte like stayed in front of him and played really good defense. And it worked really well when Kofi was in the game because if he tried to back DeMonte down, Kofi would just come over the top and swat right. whatever wasn't happening. I don't think I've seen a leap from year two I.O. to year three I.O. like that happen in Illinois basketball. He's a different dude yeah, this year. And he just looks like a man. Yeah. Like he's yeah. got that NBA body. Mm-hmm. He's got the broad shoulders. Like if you yeah. look at his shoulders, like, I mean, he, he's like a almost an upside down triangle. Lee, Lee. Willis. <laughs> if there's one, I will say this. If there's one thing that, that Illinois has done right, our strength and conditioning guy is pretty well off the charts. It's the same guy that does football. Mm-mm. No, they have a different they have a different guy for basketball. I thought it was like Fletcher, right? Yeah. He's the football that's guy. not him. He's not football. Lou Hernandez is football. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Don't want to disrespect like that. <laughs> uh but that guy, I mean, you look at Kofi, where could he lose weight? He is 285 pounds of brick, just shit house. Yeah. Could you imagine how goofy it sounds, him and Gorgie having a conversation with each other? <laughs> Is this that Bush Light nighttime thinking time no, like, Kofi and them having a conversation? Did, at halftime of that Ohio game, they did a little piece on like their friendship and they're like talking about each other. And I'm like, between the two of them, how many words do they pronounce correctly? And I <laughs> let's be honest Georgie is that guy who probably drinks a case of beer before the game and then just goes out there because he plays like a maniac like he's so high high and low low in a game yeah like his highs are so awesome to see him play because he's an energy guy Mm -hmm. then he does some stuff and takes some shots where it's like have you ever touched a basketball yeah. You know what I mean? Is the cocaine wearing off that you just took yeah. before this game? Now, I will say, like, I don't know how I feel about the four-guard lineup. I almost like the offense better with Gorgie, especially if we're playing a zone defense. I like having Gorgie as the high man because DeMonte Williams does not look good as that, like, high post guy. 
No, but I think he's a I think he's a flex. You know, he can flex out. I, I think in today's game of basketball, it only allows for one big man. There's very few schools that you have where there is two guys that share the paint. That's almost like a thing of the past. Especially with yeah. Underwood. He wants it to be motioning around and just getting mm-hmm. to the basket as quickly as you can. And with a four one or a yeah, four out one in, it works better with what he wants but to do. But I think Georgie has a really good capability of being able to pass out of the high post. And I think that's what makes us not look like a sludgy I just don't think you can depend on his shooting as much. Absolutely not. My other thing is if you're going to run a four out one in, there were like five or six times during that Ohio game where like I'm on the elliptical about to die of a heart attack and I'm screaming at the television like, why aren't you feeding Kofi? Yeah. Because he has at that point had completely sealed himself off and is sitting like, at the charge circle and we're passing the ball around the arc. Because yeah. I, th- I think we fell in love with the three point in the first two games. And yeah. I said the same you know thing. What, we should have you know what was nice though? That second game. So we go out and we make the most threes in Illinois history. And the next game, we don't even take but like three threes in the first half. Every other Illinois team, if they would have shot like that, they would have just lived by the three, died by the three every game. And they came out, and it was like, what was how how many uh, points in the paint did we have in that? It was like something stupid in that second game. (laughs) Vodka. (laughs) Um, I feel like that is Coach Underwood saying, like, okay, we did this. Now prove to me you can actually play. Through the offense. Yeah. Which, if he hadn't have done that the second game, I think we lose to Ohio. Yes. Yep. Because, I don't know, there were parts of that Ohio game where it just looked like we need Io to go play hero ball. Yeah. But then you're starting to see some of the other guys say like, okay, we can work this offense around and physically just get some points outside of Iowa. Yeah. Because what about about DeMonte's three? Like that was huge. Yeah. And coming from him is even bigger, but it's kind of nice being like an Illinois fan and having Frank Williams's son, like, you know, it's kind of like this glue guy you know, Frank Williams never said anything. He was just a great player. Yeah. And then, and then to have his son, who's been the defensive guy, and now all of a sudden he's shooting almost 60% from three. Like, good for him. Which, his threes are going to have to be manufactured. Like, I really don't want to see DeMonte Williams dribble the ball at all, because it almost always ends bad. And <laughs> But if he can shoot, that's a huge plus because now outside of Corbello, every one of our guards can shoot. You know, and Corbello's got a sweet 15 foot game, dude. He, he had one of those fadeaway 15 footers, and I was like, What was that? I also think Corbello 
is trying to bank in threes. <laughs> He's done it like three times. And it's always on like the third, you know, arc mark. And he'll shoot it. And it's always a bank shot. I think that's how he shoots threes. Which I'm in on it. <laughs> the fact that he looks like somebody who should be uh, in the movie, uh, what the hell is the thing with Jackie Moon? Freaking. No, you know what he looks like? He looks like Worm off Coach Carter. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, I knew I've uh, seen him somewhere before. Thank you for bringing is, that he up. Is going, he is going to be that player that everybody is going to hate in the Big Ten because I don't know if you noticed it, but, like, dude, he's got some spunk to him. Oh, yeah. And that's like that Puerto Rican, like, FU. And then he played in freaking New York City. He played high school basketball. He's player of the year. Yeah. In the state of New York. Yeah. I think sometimes he tries to get too cute, but I love his unselfishness. I think it's going to be good that he's playing with Io and then he's playing with uh, uh, Trent Frazier. Yeah. You can kind of tell him at times, like, Hey, slow it down. And you even saw, like, I don't know if you caught it, but in that Ohio game, Curbelo ran down court and dished a ball to Kofi and he dunked it. And Curbelo started jawing with somebody. And you saw DeMonte Williams go up and basically just bear hug him and walk him down court. And he's yep. like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. But, I saw that too. But the amount of speed that Curbelo has, I don't think anybody understands how fast that kid is. And I don't think we've seen it all. I, I don't think we've seen it totally unleashed. But, like, dude, he is fast. But I think the thing you have to learn, and you see Io doing it now, where, like, always being fast at this level isn't the play. No. You need to have change of pace. Which that dude from Ohio killed it with like hesitation and he would slow down and he even threw Io a couple times. Yeah. Which, you know, you're talking about a dude who's going to play major minutes in the NBA and you're getting him on his heels. Yeah. Uh, C team prep school kid. That's an insane story. Could you imagine getting recruited off a mixtape you put on Twitter? Good for him. And and then put up 31 on a team that has four of the toughest defenders in the Big Ten. Yeah. And he was shooting, like, over Kofi. Yeah. Like. That kid has the Mamba mentality. I think there's, yeah. I think there's something with with the struggle when it takes it that much to just get to that point. Um, yeah. You don't know how high his ceiling is, but what's a hardship for him? He thought he was going to UCF to be a student. Well, yeah. And he was staying in like his aunt's friend's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude has seen some shit and got through it. Which, by the way, that coach for Ohio that was on Thad Mata's um, coaching staff, mm-hmm. he's going to be a big-time coach. 
Like you can just tell that team was like together. They knew their shit. I liked their offense. It's like not set offensive plays. It's all read and react. Well, let's be honest. John Gross was had a lot of success at Ohio. For Ohio. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Ohio's not a terrible basketball school. No. I just think it's like to see them play that well was impressive. Yeah. Well, Illinois did turn the basketball over 16 times. That does not help. I think part of that is like, one, they're working through some rust. Live mm-hmm. action play. Because all three games, they turn the ball over a lot. And two, you're getting these young guys a lot of playing time. How nice to see Adam Miller, though, that first game and be like, oh, my God, we have a shooter again. Yes. This. And he's a lefty. That's what I was going to say. So, like, what is your thoughts on Adam Miller overall? Like, what's his ceiling Versus, like, what's his floor over his Illinois career? And how long is it going to be? I don't know if he's... Mm. Does he have the size to play, like, a shooting guard in the NBA? Was he, like, 6'4"? I think he's 6'4", 6'5". Which, I mean, can be done in the NBA. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen him dribble that much. No, but he can get to the rim. I, I, he can play from the rim clear out to the three point arc. It says he's six three, six three, one hundred eighty pounds. Okay, so he's undersized. Yeah, he pulled a retro pump fake step inside the arc mid range jumper in the corner in that game, and I was like, that was smooth. Yeah. Like you see a lot of dribble. one dribble just a lot of guys try to do that and fuck it up. Yeah. And that just looked natural. Like the stuff he does just looks natural. Yeah. You know? Almost like uh I hate to do this to him, but like uh Rich Ingram. <laughs> He's gonna play better defense. And Steve can Steve can attest to what my dad thinks about Rich Ingram. <laughs> but like that guy offensively, everything just came naturally to me. You know, it never really looked stressed. It was just like flow, boom, I'm gonna get you up, move past you a step, shoot. You know. But yeah, I, hopefully he plays better defense. Jesus. Can't can't get any worse. We would we would walk I my I thought it caused a few travels on some closeouts. Like it wasn't like the typical freshman, like a Mark Smith who plays no defense. Um yeah. or something like that. Like I think that they're bought in. And supposedly that practice before they played their first game, there was a loose ball and Io dove on the floor for it. And Miller didn't, and he goes, uh, that's what wins games here. You're going to be doing that. No shit. Yeah. And, you and he basically – If you're Io DeSumo, like, you have a lot of NBA money in the balance, 
and you're diving for yeah. goals in practice, like yeah. that's gotta say something to some of these guys. And can we and can we go ahead and say that if if they come out and have a, a hell of a year, don't know what that is, final four. Um, I think we all want the championship game, but you know, even if we make it to the final four, Io Desumu might be the one guy that changed Illinois culture again. Yeah. Now what you have to do is keep that up though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is who's the next one. I think that next one will be Curbelo because he'll be here for another three years. Like, yeah. uh, and he's spunky. And then we just got to find, you know, you got to keep it going. That was the thing after D and Darren and all those guys left, who did we have to kind of carry that? We didn't have any of those like fighters. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I feel like, okay, I'm going to reach back into the <laughs> Warren Carter kind of wore that for a little while. He did. Remember, like, Warren Carter was the heart and soul of those teams. <laughs> but, like, who the fuck? He was number 42, always fouled out of games. Brian Randall? Brian Randall. <laughs> Punched the wall. He was out yeah. for the championship game. Dipshit. Um, yeah, I can't really think of who would have carried that search. There was a lot of good yeah. players from back then. I mean, that just Brandon, came at different times. Like we had good players here, but it just didn't fit. And then a little bit later, we had good players. Right. Like if you yeah. could have combined those, waited two years. I think and then, been- and then we had a stint where our good players couldn't stay out of trouble. We had Kendrick Nunn and freaking Jamar Smith. Yes. And Kendrick Nunn is he's doing very well in the NBA now. A stud. Taking him a minute, but he's got there yeah. and he is there. Which his game still looks the same. Yeah. Because when he played it like he's still kind of the same. A better version of it, but his game's still the same. Right. Yeah. I I really like Trent Meacham. <laughs> he wasn't a good player. You're really I mean, reaching he, back. <laughs> Dimitri McKamey was that oh, like dog. Dude, that guy he, made so many bad decisions. He made a lot of bad decisions, but he also like single-handedly kept Illinois in a lot of those games. That's true. Plus, he was also on Carmen's crew, and we beat them, so fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, why did he play for? Because we hadn't uh, 
he was he had played with them the year before. Um, we were a new team. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like Brandon Paul basically saying, "Oh, I need to play on this team because uh, they're better." Yeah. So, what do we think about Illinois versus Baylor? That's I'm excited. Up. I haven't seen Baylor. Has Baylor played yet? They played yesterday, no. I think. Oh, they did. I knew that they missed out on their first bubble experience. I'm addicted to betting now, so I thought I saw that. Oh, God. Steve, that's not good. Welcome to the club, Steve. It's lonely, and it's terrible. I won 80 bucks the other day from basketball, oh, and now it's gone. <laughs> that's how it works. It always gets it No, back. I still have – I lost a little bit, then I won it back bit by bit, and now I'm back up. I still have $50. I put $30 in the NFL. I'll never forget. So they play, dude. The big game is going to be the sat. Illinois might be a trap game for Baylor because they play Gonzaga on Saturday. They've oh, got Baylor? kind of a tough. Match. Baylor plays Gonzaga. Baylor plays Gonzaga. Ooh, on on Saturday, that will be a hell of a game. So Baylor beat the Ragin' Cajuns one twelve to eighty two. And they play Washington tonight. Yes, they play them today at five p.m. And they play us at nine. Dude, they've got a hell of a schedule. Son of a gun. Dude, I mean Illinois' schedule over the next week. <laughs> Baylor and then Duke. Yeah. Gonna be a dong kicker. Duke plays tomorrow for the first time or today. Well, they played yesterday. Yeah, that's what hurt yeah. my bet. I said they were going to win by 20. They only won by 10. Bastards. I can't wait for Illinois to, like, beat, be beating Duke and then Coach K fakes a back injury again. <laughs> the loss doesn't count against him. Okay. Dude, Illinois. Duke's got – Oh, there we Michigan. go. Calvin Brock. Calvin Brock. That's the dude. Calvin Brock. Jacob's the guy coming out with all of them now. Yeah. What? Chester uh, Frazier. Let's oh, not get Kevin Brock was that great athlete that never really did much. He got he all them tapped. Great, great athlete. And didn't know how to play basketball. Yes. Yes. Um, Once he got all the tattoos, he could kind of shoot a little bit. Is that what made him able to shoot tattoos? Yeah. Yes. Um, so what is our prediction for Baylor? And then what's the prediction for Duke? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game versus Baylor. I think it's going to be high-flying. Like, See, I don't – I think Illinois' defense is going to travel. That's the thing. Like, a lot of these teams are allowing, like, 100 points. I don't see Brad, a Brad Underwood defense allowing that many points. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be like in the 70s or 80s. Like, I don't think that they're going to reach 100, either team. Outside of the predictions, I know I just said that. And I'm going to backtrack. <laughs> I want Stephen Bardo to do every Illinois game. I love Stephen Bardo. Having him do those games is so perfect because it's like you got somebody in the family yep. doing the game, you know, and then – 
Brad Underwood switching back and forth between the gator and the face mask thing is one of the funnier things I've seen. It's distracting. Well, you can tell, like, when he's just sitting there, he wears this. But then when he wants to bitch one of his players out, he's like, give me that visor so they see how pissed I am. It's like the the players know that that's coming. Like, oh, shit, he's got the clear shield on. We're in trouble. Or when he has nothing on, when he doesn't wear any of them, you're like, oh, shit. Could you imagine what it's like to have Brad Underwood bitching you out? Yeah, I would not want it. No. I remember I was talking to, it was a couple of the Oakwood coaches, and they went over there um, and watched a practice. And Mark Smith didn't do something. And he was like, this is the reason your high school team never won a state championship. You can't fucking play defense. And, like, I mean, for somebody who we're putting up some offensive numbers, he really takes a lot of pride in that defense. Oh, and you can tell. And Ohio made – this is what scares me about Baylor is Ohio made Illinois' pick-and-roll defense look like shit. Yeah. I think that's going to get corrected real quick. I would hope so. Because let's be honest, like, Kofi – doesn't really like he's a good off the ball defender, but as far as on the ball, eh. yeah, that's I mean, true. He, he gave up some pretty well last year, but he gave up some post scoring that he shouldn't have given up. Like he's yeah, he's also still what twenty years old. Yeah, and played basketball for like six years. Yeah, for five like, years or something like that. And you can tell there's just like. Some people, basketball comes naturally, and Kofi's one of those guys, just a freak physically that is learning basketball. Dude, they need they need uh, Kofi to line up at defensive end. Oh, good oh, lord. God. you imagine? <laughs> I just want to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> or put him at tight Dude, end and say. Referee last year when he was celebrating, uh, I thought he had killed him. I was there. Me and my wife went there to the Illinois-Michigan game, and he freaking did that fist pump, and I was like, oh, my God, I think he just assassinated a referee. Like, <laughs> Can we just put him at tight end and say, take that guy to the to the bleachers, please? No, no we don't use our tight ends. Yeah. We, we oh, can't say smart. tight end. That would be too smart. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, we have Luke Ford who can basically do anything, and we have utilized him not at all. Not at all. You well, know that that guy's pissed about football. Let's enjoy basketball, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we enjoy our relevance? Yeah. That victory over Ohio State we had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Victory yeah. by, you know, them giving up because they're scared. Uh, you know, Illinois Athletics undefeated this week, guys. It's been a long time. Has that ever happened? Yeah. (laughs) Um, In the heyday. Okay. By the way, did you see what one of Illinois' women's basketball players' name is? Her name's like Nancy. You should look it up. I'm looking up. I think she's Greek, but she has the most preposterous last name. That's called that's called recruiting. You want to talk about yeah. recruiting? Yeah. 
I gotta try We're all gonna look it up. We're all Jamie right now. You have Janaya, Nancy. Oh my God! Yes. Just try to say G I O T O P O U L O U A N D R I T S O P O U L O U. I thought my last last name was bad. Jesus Christ. I didn't even know. And like Barstool Sports found it and posted it. And it's like her first name being Nancy is the most preposterous thing. Yeah, but then you look at her and she looks like she could kill you. Yeah. she She saw the post and quote tweeted it and just said, it is what it is. (laughs) Nancy, I'm sorry. Her first name does not go with that last name. No, not. She's from Athens, Greece. Yeah. So who's going to get her on the podcast to pronounce her name to us so I know what to say? I just want to hear someone try it. And what is on the back of her jersey? Yeah, you can't fit all that on the back of a jersey. No. It's just Nancy, probably. Just put Nancy. Nance. Nance. <laughs> is it Pan or Pam? Oh, it's too in. <laughs> Dude, why don't we get any ba- girl women's basketball players from Illinois? I don't know. Isn't that weird? There's one from Frankfurt, one from Lincoln Way East. And that's uh, it. No, Flossmore. There's one from Flossmore. There's a girl, girl playing for Murray State right now that went to Oakwood. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And she just played against Kentucky and had a good game. Did she really? Yeah. I watched part of that game just because I was like, oh, shit, Oakwood High School. Let's go. Well, Charleston – um. There's a really good girls basketball player. I think she's leaving now. I coached her brother in sports. She didn't go to any of, like to U of I or anything. She's going to some big time Division One. Best Illinois women's basketball player in Illinois history went to Indiana. That Tyra Bus girl. I mean, she only had like two thousand points in her first year. Is that all? Yeah, uh, she is second in. The country scoring history, I think, only to Candace Parker. Jesus. That's insane. Ugh. I was, uh, I'll never forget my buddy. Like, uh, He was like, hey, you need to check out my sister on the uh... – Dude, Caitlin Young had a freaking double-double. Yeah. 14 points and 14 rebounds. Against Kentucky. That's surprising. Dude, I'm telling you right now, as somebody who coached against her, she was just very lethargic. Really? Yeah. I think she had, like, our last time we played them, she had, like, seven or eight turnovers. Huh. And then, like, uh, I'll never forget her, like, shot put coach, because obviously, strong as hell. I mean, she's big. and. Her shot put coach. So she'd throw like a 42-foot shot put throw and then throw like 34 and 35s. Like there was no consistency. And then one time he tried to tell my girl what to do, and she was like, um, I have a coach, and your girl's not consistent. Who is uh, Oakwood's track coach? 
Uh, it was some old guy who basically was writing Caitlin Young's coattails. Not that uh, I'm trying to trash, but well, so the typical nothing thing about to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Let's be honest here, guys. Is like people like cling to those certain athletes, and they just I I I help them in the seventh grade. You didn't do and, shit, buddy. And, and now I'm going to be a volunteer assistant for the basketball job. You know, like yeah. No, sorry, you didn't do anything. She's just a good athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could imagine if she would have actually had like a legitimate because they don't. I hate to say this, but like girls sports around here, they don't lift. They don't do anything like she was allowed to just basically kind of be big, you know, um, and like if she, if she would have actually been like strength and conditioned. Oof. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a cousin of mine. Actually, I think it might be racist. I don't know. <laughs> it might it might actually be her name though. Cause I know like when I was in college I worked in a bar that was owned by uh Greeks mm-hmm. and the old guy that owned it, his actual Greek name was Photios and he went by Frank. So he Perfect. might be her real Greek name. I don't know. We're keeping it Nancy. Just yeah, she's just... I just love it. Like Nancy Shamalaman Lingendorn. Just don't even try. Yeah. I also like when new announcers call Kofi Cockburn. Yes. That's why I like having Stephen Bardo on because he doesn't mess it up. Yeah. But like the first time Illinois has one of those national games, and I can't wait for like the announcer to fuck it up three times. And there's yeah. Cockburn for the dunk. And they're going to call him AO instead of IO. And yeah. We have a lot of interesting names. Well, it's never Which, a dull way, moment. I I love Stephen Bardo, but did you catch near the end of the game when he was shitting on Adam Miller for having a nickname? No. He was like, you got to hit that shot if you call yourself Ace Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. I mean, you're not well, you Stephen Bardo. It's, it's, it's kind of like he's part of the guard. In Illinois. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about it, like, if there was, like, they were that original guard before the 05-06 team. Yep. The flying Illini. So, I like... One of my favorite things to do when I'm at home is listen to my dad shit on Lou Henson. Because (laughs) he was, like, that was his wheelhouse of Illinois sports, you know? So, it's fun to, like, listen to different eras of it. And he was like, I fucking hated Lou Henson the entire time he was there. Every time Illinois would go on a run, he'd immediately call a timeout and fucking change everyone, put them all on the bench. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, it worked. <laughs> Speaking of your dad, but, I'm yeah. sending him a Notre Dame shirt too. Speaking oh my of- God, he'll burn it. <laughs> Which I don't understand, like the hate, but – Still to this day, like Lou Holtz's old ass will be on TV for some reason. My dad will just be like, fuck this and turn the channel. 
Lou Holt, like one of the most uh, prolific like uh, speakers in the country. Like people pay a lot of money, and he just turns his ass off. His fucking dentures are falling out of his mouth. <laughs> Which, by the way, I hate to say this, Lee Corso needs to retire. Yeah, he looks bad, doesn't he? He needs to hang it up. Like I love Lee Corso, but yeah. it's time, bud. Like he aged quickly. I, he really. I did. want the. Yeah. I want every game to have that Fox Sports group. I like that group. Yeah, with like Urban Meyer, Reggie Bush, uh, what's his nuts that played at Notre Dame, Brady Quinn, and uh, USC's quarterback, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. Yeah, it's also like the best looking crew of all time. They look like they should be at USC, which most of them were. <laughs> They're just like some sexy dudes. Well, until Urban Meyer goes to Notre Dame, Brian Kelly's going to be there. Yeah, I didn't realize you know he's like up there with most active coaching wins. I didn't realize that he's been there a long time. I didn't realize how long he's been at Notre Dame. He's he has two hundred fifty wins. Because I'll he tell you another. Another crazy thing is, is that they were talking about it on this last game, like how they finally determined that they were just going to basically recruit high-level linemen and big wide receivers. And, like, they just figured that out. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, you've been having success at Notre Dame, and now you know how you're going to recruit things? Okay. All right. That's yeah, how. that's my thing with Brian Kelly was like he called plays. They changed their offense every time. They did that. It's like you're just now figuring this out? Because he's where was he before that? Cincinnati, I think. Yeah. Is They hired him from Cincinnati? I think yeah. so. Who was the coach before Brian? Oh, it was fucking old fatty. Charlie White. Um, Charlie White. And I think they're still paying him if I'm not mistaken. They are. He had a huge contract. Yeah, because of the Patriots. Yeah, because they were like, come in here and fix our offense, and it didn't work. Well, then he went to Kansas after that, didn't he, at some point? Yeah, he went to Kansas. And was he was the coach at Kansas when they were ranked second in the nation that crazy year. He had like Aqib Tlaib on that team. When he was still playing both ways, he'd play wide receiver and DB. Yeah, Kansas was good, wasn't it? Weren't they at one point? Yeah, it was yeah. that same year. Like they were good. Missouri was almost in the national championship that year. They had Chase Daniels cool. that year. Yeah, like everyone lost. I think that was <laughs> the only national championship I remember where like both teams had a loss. What a time to be alive! Illinois was decent at football. Kansas was winning. Missouri was good. It was just a weird. Alabama year, wasn't good yet because Nick Saban was just getting there. Yeah. Clemson wasn't yeah. Clemson. It was a better time. Boise State was doing Statue of Liberty in Oklahoma. Yes. They were all simpler times. It was a better time. And now Ian yeah. Book is winning at Notre Dame. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm going to wear right. a shirt every Sunday now, Brad. I'm going to wear my Notre Dame shirt every Sunday. I'm ordering a hoodie now. Now that we're going to talk about it, I'm ordering a Notre Dame hoodie. I just can't bring myself there. I like how we went Illinois basketball and we found our way back to me being pissed about Notre Dame football. 
I will say this about Notre Dame <laughs> and Dallas Cowboys. People hate them, but you're watching them. They're on TV somewhere. True. True. I mean, I don't know. Because everybody had that Cowboys game on. I'm sure everybody had that Clemson-Notre Dame game on. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. I watched the Clemson-Notre Dame game. I'm sure a lot of people had the Notre Dame-North Carolina game on. True. That was that. That was me. Basketball. Watch that shitty ass football game. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of pissed because I didn't pay attention to the time thing, and I thought Illinois played at one. It was one Eastern. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sitting there like I had to open at work, so I'm getting texts like Illinois is about to lose. I'm driving home. I'm like. Fuck, they should have started playing a half an hour ago. Yeah. And then I almost missed it. Thank God I like set it to record on my DVR. But. Oh, so you I didn't even know. know. Me and him are texting about this game. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> this is happening? No, like, in, in my office in the VA, I don't get any cell service. Oh. So, like, every once in a while, the wind blows right and I get like 14 text messages. You guys will be talking back and forth, and I just miss all of it. I get it in like chunks, (laughs) and it's all out of order. Yeah, (laughs) nothing makes sense. I'm trying to like decode it. Um, but yeah, overall, Illinois feels good to be three and zero. Feels good to be undefeated on the week. Yeah, I haven't taken a major loss in my fandom, but luckily the Bears are playing today to just bring me back down to earth. You know what? True Biscuits is going to bring home the bacon. God, I wish. I just want it for him because I feel like he's a good dude. He, I feel like he's a good dude too, and I think there's a chance Matt Nagy just fucked him up. Yep. I think he tried to do too much. And he's he's one of those guys that, like, hadn't played a lot of high-level football before he got drafted. Yep. And then you fucked up and having John Fox as his head coach his first year. and Who wouldn't allow him to play. And then when he did, he was literally turned around handing the ball off. Yeah. He started old giraffe neck Mike Glennon. Never starting today. He is starting today. For the Jackson, the Broncos would take him. Broncos will take anybody. They're starting a quality control coach today. <laughs> no, they didn't allow it to happen. I know. Which, I you're know. the NFL. How do you like tell people who they can and can't sign and play? They're going to call Johnny Manziel up here pretty soon if they can't get it figured out before. It probably has to do with like insurance. Yeah. Because if you're a coach, you don't have to like carry liability for getting your back broke. You know, yeah, but if you're the NFL, like if he can pass a physical, I mean, do you remember Eddie Lacy at like 280 pounds out there playing running back? Like, yeah, or we forget about Demarcus Russell that was freaking a walking heart attack. That Jamarcus Russell story is all time when they like didn't think he was studying tape. Oh, it's classic. So they sent him home with like blank tapes and (laughs) after. about it the next day and he was like yeah i watched all of it (laughs) he was a walking mcdonald's billboard 
Oh my god. He was so good in college though. Yeah. Like that You want to talk about a butterball. That was Jamarcus oh, yeah. Russell. Yeah. No. And, the hefty lefty from Kentucky. You guys don't remember him. Oh. Gerald Michael Lawrence. Yeah. Which actually he died this year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was trying to lose a lose weight because he had gotten so big. Yeah, which actually like uh I read a pretty in-depth story on him and he dealt with like a legitimate eating disorder for a yeah. long time. Which is sad. A, he was in his forties, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah, he wasn't very old. Yeah. I mean he won a Super Bowl. That's true. Giants teams. Yeah. Yeah. When the Giants were relevant. Yeah. Hey, they could still win the NFC East this year. God, that, that's just a whole fire. Yeah. Did you watch the Thanksgiving game? No. Yeah. Why don't the Bears pick up Alex Smith? That it makes too much sense. Why? And did you see, like, in the first yeah. half, he only completed one pass to a receiver. All of his passes were to running backs because they put, like, three it of them in. Fourth, it was the fourth quarter before he threw to anyone else. Terry McLaurin. <laughs> Which is perfect for the Bears because they don't have anyone other than Allen Robinson. But well, we don't play call it to anybody else in a catchable radius. Yeah, I think that kid from Tulane that we have yeah. is a stud. They yeah. just don't get him the ball. Yep. And I think Komet is actually really good, but we just don't get him the ball. Yeah, we got to give it to old-ass Jimmy Graham. When we don't even do that right. No. <laughs> we take him out. All right, we're in the red zone. Let's go ahead and take Jimmy Graham out now, which basically his entire career is the red zone. Just jump balls in the red zone. Or boxing somebody out. Yeah. That's what he You know what? We're going to put in uh, freaking Anthony Miller. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Anthony Old Stonehands, Anthony Miller can drop some balls. Yes. Um, but all right. Well, I got to get going because I'm now an hour and 15 minutes late for work. So we did this at nine in the morning. Yeah. Eastern time. No, it's fine. I really only have to be there before one thirty, but I kind of feel bad because the other supervisors just stuck there with no help. Well, so, you're going to learn today. Supervisor, when you make those big bucks. Listen, man, like I'm covering this. I don't really have to. I could mandate somebody else do it, but I'm doing it so you don't have to be there all day. That's a good so, boss. God, well, that's, that's a weak move. Be a dick. Be Donald Trump. And be like, no. I can't bring myself to do it. I always feel bad because I, I kind of like, I would never expect anybody to do something I wouldn't do, you yep. know, which yep. also gets them into a lot of trouble because they try to make excuses. And I'm like, eh, actually, I covered your shift like two weeks ago. And that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It definitely helps with the uh, FUs as you hand them out. Here you go. Here you go. It isn't even FUs. It's just like calling somebody out for 
trying to lie to me about their job performance. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always get this, oh, we need more help. We need more help. And I'm like, eh, no, I'm pretty sure me and two people did this just fine. You're like five-person shift. We'll be okay. You know? <laughs> I'm going to have bush lattes and have deep thoughts. At That's a mentality. Yeah. But, all, right, all right. Well, well get off of here. Well, we'll wrap it up. Two hours and four minutes. Good job. We did it. We, we tried. It we tried to break it down and be shorter. We can't do it. Well, thank you for our number one Six fan, five. Jacob McLaughlin, for his insight. Yeah. And info. Big, we need to send him like a plaque or something. When yeah. you get big, Steve... You need to send him whatever your sponsor is, a box of it. <laughs> I might be getting a sponsor for these kicking tees that are... I'll have to tell you after, but I might be getting one. I'll send him a bunch of kicking tees. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, never forget, Jacob was our kicker. I do remember that. Oh, yeah. God, yes. And he was pretty good. He was. He was a freaking tank of a kicker. Yeah. All right, he was, well... Oakwood High School version of Penn State's <clears throat> Yes. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Adios. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.